Hey everyone, this is Lolo and Jules, and welcome to Throwing Shine, a podcast to help you live your life with a little more sparkle. We're senior master instructors at Cycle Bar, BFFs from opposite coasts, and we're taking a spin on playing nice. Word to the wise, don't underestimate us good girls. We love to laugh, we skip the small talk. We love hard and we always keep it real. Throwing Shine is honest conversations about life. Dedicated to illuminating the good within ourselves and spreading it to others. So take a seat at the nice girls table where you're always welcome. And we've always got the tea. Hey you guys, this is Jules and you are about to enter our very first episode. Woo! Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah, baby. Throw and shine, coming your way. Let's shine on. Lolo, I'm so glad we're doing this. I know, me too. Me too. I want to be fully transparent with our listeners, all seven of you, that... (laughs) (laughs) Right. I feel like such a tool. Hey, hey, listeners. Um, Listen up, listen up. Hey. But I want to be transparent that this is our second attempt at this episode. Totally. And we don't know what we're doing. And then we also have to remind ourselves constantly to never take ourselves too seriously. So no. hence, you know, we're, we're doing this again. Yeah. I feel like you and I call each other and we have these pep talks, like just, just go with it. And then we end up sounding like freaking Diane Sawyer rehearsed wannabe. <laughs> right. Like so I'm not okay. CDC guidelines, like right. just talk. Exactly. So to set the mood, because I want to make sure if you're tuning in, ideally you're coming here because you want to feel just a little bit better. Essentially, that's what throwing shine is all about. So one way how Jules and I united uh, from the get go is through music. And we'll get to that in a bit. But Jules, can I set the stage for everybody to make sure that they're about to have a good time? You want to play some hype music? Uh, you know it. You Play know it. it. So if you're at home, maybe you get up and dance. I don't know if you can hear this, but I can hear it. Oh, yes. Listeners, can you hear that? <laughs> so you sent me this song when quarantine first started, and I was having a day, a real not so good day. Mm-hmm. And this song, you sent it to me. I was in my the backyard having a moment of silence with myself and this song. And I was like, no, you're going to turn this day around. It's Fatboy Slim, right? Yes, yes. All the way. And it just makes you want to get up and feel good. So, you know, I actually got that song from one of my favorite writers, um, Dory. Dory always sends me the best house music. So shout out and shine to Dory. There you go. Okay. So I, I stopped it. We can, we can proceed. Jules, tell us a little about yourself because we figured we would give a little bit of background on who we are in case somebody tuning in doesn't know us. Mm Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who are you, Miss Jules? It's a loaded question, but I'll try to answer it the best I can. I always get like anxiety when people tell you, you know, tell us a fun fact about yourself. That's the worst thing. I don't even make people do it at my boot camps. But, um, you know, I have a few bullet points. So I think I'll be okay. Okay. Um, 
So Jules is my name. It's short for Julianne. But when I first became a fitness instructor, no one could ever remember Julianne. I'd always get like Janine or Jessica or Jillian. So I've always gone by Jules. Um, And I, what else? I currently live in Los Angeles, um, right outside of Culver City, California, which is right by LAX, if you've ever been. Um, I live on the West side right now, but I'm originally from Marietta Temecula area, which is basically like the Midwest of Southern California, not directionally, <laughs> but like vibish. It's kind of like, yeah, it's beautiful though. It is beautiful. It's beautiful, it's beautiful and it's wine country. So if you're, you know, thinking about a little weekend trip to Temecula, it's got some fun stuff to do. And there's actually a cycle bar there. So shout out is cycle bar Temecula. When- when you enter Temecula, does is there a sign that says, uh, th- this is the hometown of Jules Downs? Um, I'm going to put one up today when I drive down okay. there for Mother's Day. But, <laughs> <laughs> but currently um, there's not. Okay. Currently not, but never say never. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. put that on my vision board. Um, I am a senior master instructor for Cycle Bar. And we are going to talk about what that means a little later, but I, that's my only job. I love, love, love what I do and it's my whole world. And, um, I basically travel and train people on the cycle bar brand. Uh, I have two black cats named Lucy and Clementine. I'm a cat mama, but I love all animals. Yes. They're going to probably make an appearance while we're, while we're recording. Um, But I love all animals. I would have a zoo if I could. And I am married to a very attractive L.A. County firefighter. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yes, he is. I love, I love Chris. Sorry. Me too. You, you, yep. Finish if about you know him, boo. you love him. But yes. uh, he's currently taking a nap while I record this. So shout out to my boo. Um, and what else? I mean, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Yeah, well, we're going to get to know you a lot more in this episode, and we'll discuss how we met, too. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lolo? Give us a little bio. Yes. Well, like you, my original name is Lauren Wilson. Uh, funny you say that when you started in fitness, they were like, yeah, Julianne. Mm. Somewhat similar with me, it was... I, I went by Lolo as a kid, you know, it's what they called me on my sports teams. Mm -hmm. And so it really uh, made its presence known again, uh, when I came back into boutique fitness. So Mm. nowadays, if somebody's calling me Lauren, it means I'm in trouble. But (laughs) uh, yeah, I go by Lolo. But my real name is Lauren. Uh, Let's see. I am currently down visiting my parents in South Carolina, uh, but I don't live in South Carolina. I am living in North Carolina, Charlotte. So beautiful. Uh, Yes, but I am a water baby, though. You know, I love the ocean. I was... Mm -hmm. I was born in the ocean state, the small state of Rhode Island. I never really lived there, only spent some summers there as a kid. I moved around a great deal. I lived in Switzerland. I'm part Canadian. My father was born in Canada, so I lived in Canada for a bit. You're going to have to bust out your Swiss German one of these oh, days. Yes. And you know, I mean, I lived in Minnesota, so oh yeah, that comes out sometimes. Oh yeah. Don't you know? Oh yeah, those O's. 
but I graduated high school in your state in beautiful Orange, California. Mm. And then I came back to the East Coast for college. And for the most part uh, in my adult life, I have been in the state of South Carolina. So I guess you could, I could consider myself a South Carolinian. I still have my South Carolina driver's license. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I can't part with that. I've been in Charlotte for over four years. I know that's, I'm probably illegal. I'm putting (laughs) that out there, but yeah, uh, sorry. Okay, getting back on track. I, I do have a 10-month-old little girl named Dylan who I made with my co-pilot, my fiancé, mm-hmm. Jason Piles. And yes, Funniest you know, guy ever. Yeah, I love him. He makes me laugh. He makes my friends laugh too. And we're not married yet. You know, we'll get to that eventually. But I too am a senior master instructor at Cycle Bar. It is my full-time job. We ride bikes for a living that go nowhere, and we teach others how to do that as well. Isn't it? Okay. I I always think when I explain what I do to people who've never done a cycling class before, they're like, so you just like ride on a bike and then you turn out the lights. And I'm like, um, I guess (laughs) it's the worst having to explain what you do to someone who's never been to a boutique cycling class before. Right. Well, and I find it because we travel for our jobs, you know, now sometimes clearly we're not traveling right now during Mm -hmm. this quarantine, but you know, how many times have you been in an Uber and the Uber driver asks you and you're on a boot camp for cycle bar Mm -hmm. and the Uber driver asks you what do you do for a living and you tell them you train people that ride a bike that yep. goes nowhere yeah. I kind of I always have a go-to um analogy and I'm like you know Papa John's and they're like yes and I'm like it's like a Papa John's I I go yes. there and I teach them how to make the pizza and then we usually start going brilliant like pizza and where I can find some later and Yes. And, and, you know, I'd prefer not to talk in any Uber, no shade, but met, oh my God, I was just thinking that because I can't do small talk. No, because also the amount of listening and focus and attention, and then also the amount of talking that we have to do when we're out on a job. Yeah. Uh, the last thing that you want to do is talk more about yourself or what you're doing. A hundred percent. And, you know, I, um, Lolo and I have a lot of similarities in our friendship. And one of them that we relate on the most is being empaths. And I know that's like a super trendy word right now, but I feel like that our empathetic nature was such a driving force in starting this episode. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. Let's actually talk about the first time that we met at cycle bar (laughs) that good old okay just your perspective yes just because you know some people out there might not even know what the heck cycle bar is if they found this podcast bless you because you're gonna hear about (laughs) it what did you google right yeah yep (laughs) uh but just to give a high level of we met at a cycle star university we call it csus now it was back in april of 2017 and cycle star U's are like i call it like the nfl combine you know it's a it's a dream if you are a cycle bar instructor because you're going 
to a two or three day camp, so to speak, where you're just with other cycle stars and then you're learning about the brand and it's like the best thing. Yeah. I One of the things I love about you, Lolo, is your sports references and analogies because I'm such an indoor girl that whenever you say one, I literally am like, think, think, what does this mean? And then, and then I've learned a lot about sports though, through you, because I've had to Google some things you've told me and I appreciate it. So I feel like now I'm a little sporty myself. Well, there you go. There you go. I know. I (laughs) love, you know me, I love my darn analogies. I just always want to make sure people are grasping No, they're so helpful in how you learn. Um, And I, I use them too. I use when I describe Cycle Star U, I describe it as like a seminar for instructors. Basically. Yes, yeah. yes, totally, mm-hmm. totally. And we went, we met at the very first one that Tevia Selly had. Now she, the, her official title is, uh, oh my gosh, please help me. I'm, it's a uh, customer experience right? Oh my yes. God. Tevia, don't hate us. Yeah. Vice president of customer experience or pre- it's a yeah. big deal. Her it's a, big, a yeah. big deal. We're, we're butchering it. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, but she is one of the masterminds behind cycle bar. And I remember when it got posted in our Facebook group that the CSU was happening Mm-hmm. And I was in health coaching hell, as I call it. Mm-hmm. I was a full-time health coach for the city of Charlotte. And then Cycle Bar was my side hustle. And uh-huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't always full-time at Cy- Cycle Bar. So, but when that came up and I knew it was in Southern Cal, I texted the owner of my franchise right away and asked oh my gosh, can I, can I please go? I didn't know who else on our team was going to try to go to it. Mm -hmm. And I booked my flight before even getting in because you have to pay for this. It's like they sell out in seconds or minutes. Oh my God. It's like Coachella tickets now. Totally. Totally. People rage on the message board too. If they did, they're like, the link is broken. It's so funny. I know. I know. I get it. I get it. Cause it's so such an opportunity and, you know, event. Right. And you, because it it was held at your home base studio in Culver city. So for you, I'm sure it was different as far as the signup because you guys had recently, recently opened. Oh, we had been open not even three weeks when we had the cycle star you, um, like I had just finished training and becoming a cycle star and, I feel so lucky that it was at our studio because I don't think I would have ever, you know, had the funding to go at that time. Oh, girl, you know, mm-hmm. I charged that. You know, I charged it. <laughs> Emergency I was like, car. Visa, visa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had just, okay, so you were freshly cycle starred. Yeah. I yeah. just left my uh, a studio I had worked for for about two and a half years. And okay. I was still really like, you know, one toe in with cycle bar, if I'm being, you know, completely honest, because I had such a community at my other studio, but my gut always told me that cycle bar was the place to go and I needed to make that shift. But cycle star, you truly, you know, solidified that for me. I was all in after that weekend. 
Right. I know that was, well, and isn't it funny how far we've come as a brand of just, and thank you. We got to give a shout out to Karen Maxwell, our education team, uh, and all of the cycle stars. There's over 2000 of them. Thank you for representing our brand and throwing shine uh, because that's essentially what we do yes within our job as senior master instructors you know Mm -hmm. but back to CSU because you and I we can kind of go on tangents we'll talk about throwing shine in a minute right but um it was so funny to be in that room I remember I couldn't get a everybody had claimed bikes Tevia was kicking off CSU with teaching a class and I rolled up not late by any means. I was, I think, 15 minutes early, but technically 15 minutes late because almost every bike was taken. I had to go in the back row corner. Oh, so was I. Yeah, it was, you know, and what a I blessing. I wonder if we rode near each other and didn't even realize it. That would be funny. That mm-hmm. would be funny. But there were a lot of uh, chests being pumped, you know, if... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was a little bit of a um, look at me, look at me contest the first day. Yes, because it was the Mm -hmm. first one. Yeah, people were flexing. They had all their best fitness gear on. Yep. Oh, I did too. I had these star pants on. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you remembered. So cute. Oh, totally. But you know what? Cycle Star used, they ask you to get up and, and well, depending on the one that you go to. And you and I talked about this briefly, but I didn't get up. I didn't have it in me to demo. And, Listen, but I did do the worm. I did do the worm. That's more my my you do my not entrance. do the worm, if Lolo doesn't do the worm at a cycle star gathering of some sort, you better check her temperature and ask if she's ill. <laughs> it's how she gets the crowd going. It's yeah. people at ease. Like, I'm going to maybe message my governor and see if Lolo should fly and do the worm for people <laughs> when they start getting released from quarantine. Right, right. It's just, I learned to do the worm when I was, I think I was eight years old and I locked myself in the room and put on new kids on the block and <laughs> I learned it. I can I distinct, I was so living in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. So, but We met at CSU. We stayed late that Saturday. And like always, we, or like every cycle star does, when you get any opportunity to be uh, in the same room as Tevia Selly, you try your best to get some FaceTime with her. Absolutely. And because she's just a legend in our industry. She's the goat. She is. She is the goat. And so... That's how you and I met. We were both talking to her at the same time after yes, we uh, caught first her day. by the watering hole. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> we did. And uh and a lot has happened from there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of wrap it up because I can or t- finish telling this story, uh Jules and I uh we came on to the education team as master instructors in late fall of that year of 2017. So mm-hmm. we kind of called ourselves or we could consider, considered ourselves both rookie MIs. And that's really how we bonded and got to know one another because after that CSU, we kind of went on our merry ways and 
we didn't really touch base um, until, gosh, maybe maybe it was January of 2018. Right. So, right. And, you know, I never forgot you, but I also ditto. I'm not. I'm not the best at making new friends. And I don't know if that roots from being, you know, scarred in my seventh grade move where I was just like this total out of place nerd eating lunch in the bathroom. But I have like a little bit of a phobia when it comes to engaging or making the first move in a friendship, you know? That's interesting to know. I would never know that, Jules, because you're so kind and just such a delightful human being to be oh, around. Yeah, I would never I would never know that. W- meanwhile, me, the chameleon who has moved 80,000 times growing mm-hmm. up, I love meeting new people and and but I do keep a, it's, you know, a a tight group of inner circle that I keep very close to me, but I do yes. have a lot of um friends from afar you know yes you're good at making friends so well you are too though I I just take my 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 time and usually I need a little push you know what I mean yes I gotcha I gotcha so but uh but yeah I mean thinking back to we both got promoted around the same time and I remember being almost in awe of you because you were so stop it no I know I know it sounds like we're just like sitting here kissing each other's asses but for real like I met you and I thought wow this woman is so beautiful because you are beautiful physically but you also are just like no ego which is so rare to find in the fitness industry keeping it real Um, thank you you. hottie instructor doesn't always have a matching personality. So hottie on the inside, hottie on the outside. Oh, stop it. Stop Mm -hmm. it. But, uh, you know, I got to say, it took me a little while to learn to check your ego, especially in our industry. So that leads to throwing shine. Let's talk a little bit about exactly what we're going to be doing as we bark on this journey of a podcast that we don't really know what what we're getting into and I joked with you earlier that god bless it if somebody had given me the first class that I ever taught as a cycle bar instructor you know if I could watch that I'd, I'd be cringing likely so I imagine in a couple months I'll listen back at this and maybe cringe maybe hopefully laugh but we got Do to start you know somewhere. that that is so true. And in the event of having to film so many at home rides recently, um, you know, I used to have this big fear of watching myself or hearing myself on camera. And I feel like this has been such a gift because now I can rewatch all my rides and I can laugh at the things that quote unquote totally. used to make me cringe. I'm like, cool. You stuttered over that word. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, you know, exactly. But I feel that way about this podcast. It's, you know, we care about this. This is our new thing. We're excited. It's our new baby, but we also are so grounded in the fact that we're just going to go with grace and God that we're going to yes. figure it out as we go and not take ourselves too seriously because Amen. we don't take ourselves too seriously with especially the fact that we ride a bike that goes nowhere. So really with throwing shine, uh, part of our jobs as senior master instructors is that we look for the good in people 
people that we are training, people who are currently our teammates, we're always highlighting the good that they bring so that we can build people up. Because let's be real, when you point out everything that somebody is doing wrong, it Mm -hmm. tends to often paralyze a person. And so that's how we lead at Cycle Bar. We highlight the good and we do that in our rides. Uh, but really, it's the nutshell, the nuts and bolts of being a senior master instructor is leading with grace. And leading way. with grace and keeping people lifted. Yes. So throwing shine is really just an extension of you and I when we started to connect throughout that rookie season back mm-hmm. in uh, 2018. I remember that day I called you. Uh, I wanted to just connect with you. I had been out on a recent work trip in May out to LA and we had caught up and I just wanted to touch base and me being the phone person, I called you and you're more of a text girl, but you know, millennial life. Yeah. And we had a conversation like many of that led to many others, but we were on the phone for almost two hours Yeah, wild, because I don't even talk to my mom on the phone that long. Yeah, and this is way pre-quarantine. Now people are talking on the phone again. Mm -hmm. But uh, so we we just, we love each other. We, We get along great. We lift each other up like you have done for me, especially yesterday. I was kind of having a day and you reminded me of, you know, you kept it real with me, but you made me laugh. So thanks, boo. Yes. Of course. So throw and shine is just, it's about helping people feel good and sharing the light within. And because when you feel good, then you see the good and you hear the good. And while yeah. I know I might be perpetually optimistic, we're also going to keep it real because Jules, you're really good at that. You're freaking funny. Thank you. And um, so are you. You always make me laugh. Well, I'm dorky. That's how my humor is through being a dork. Like, <laughs> let's get, let's be honest. You know me with the glasses. Like, yeah, hottest dork ever, as Kevia would say. <laughs> right. Right. So that's how, but yeah, that's my way of, um, you know, we yeah. always, it, we, you can't keep, or sorry, I'm getting off topic, but anyhow. <laughs> I mean, just to add to that, too, is we don't want anybody to think that we're always, you know, pleasant and smiling and everything's fine because that's not real. That shit is so that's that's fraud. Right. Right. You you're going to have days where people annoy you, where you have some judgmental duty feelings. Um, And I just want to, you know, preface by saying we are not everything's fine all the time. No. Uh, But in talking to each other, when one of us is having one of those harder days, we do offer tools or perspective shifts or kind of some just life experience knowledge that has the ability to turn our bad days around. And so that's what we want to bring to our podcast, to our listeners. Yes. To this episode. Totally. And let me tell you, throwing shine in quarantine it, keeping it real, it's been a little interesting. When mm-hmm. I go out with my lovely mask and people cannot see that I'm smiling and I can't tell if somebody else is smiling, 
been a little bit, you know, I'm like, dude, are they throwing shade my way? Cause like <laughs> their eyes do not look like they're smiling. Like <laughs> they're not smizing. And then also, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but it's not like I'm seeing people left and right because I'm quarantined at home. Mm-hmm. So when I do pass somebody on the street and they don't, and they are six feet away, but they don't smile. I think what is wrong with you? Like that's a way that I throw, sh- throw shine is through a smile right? or like a hello, hello. So I know it's actually, so, you know, in LA, we pretty much have to wear masks all the time outside in the grocery yeah. store. Um, I've actually grown really accustomed to wearing my mask because it makes me feel less self-conscious about mouth breathing, which I have uh, a lot of, you know, allergy issues. So <laughs> Well, good for you. So there's one pro. And then um, two, I don't have to fake smile at people who don't deserve my smile. Well, there you go. Sprinkling a little sprinkling a little shine there. Right. But it has made me very vocal with people that I definitely want to throw shine on. Like my grocery store clerk, Kim, I'm always like, hi, Kim. How are you? And making insane eye contact with her yes and raising raising that octave raising that octave because you can't another way to throw shine is physical touch or like giving a hug you can't do that you know uh but yeah throwing throwing shine in quarantine life has has definitely been interesting and eye-opening because you see what you tend to fall back on uh Mm -hmm. as far as helping yourself feel good so that you can then help others feel good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's, been... I know. Cause you do kind of get an endorphin rush by lifting up people. And I think that any great instructor or fitness professional will tell you they're in it for the people. Right. Um, and they're in it for motivating and making people feel good about themselves and, um, you yeah, know, because we first got locked down, I really missed that component and I didn't even realize it. Oh gosh. Yeah. You don't, or because it had become the norm in your life and there was just such a steady current with it. It helped me keep my cup full. And yeah. so it felt like such a gift to be able to start, you know, teaching virtual classes and popping onto Zooms with some of my writers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, or house party. House party oh, yeah. has been that's a fun way to throw shine. And you can house literally Yeah. <laughs> you can you can drop that shine quickly and run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's touch on uh going into how we've kind of thrown shine recently. You put out last week uh, about core values, and we got some yes. good interest in it. Uh, and you know, we still we try to throw shine with our team. So we we talked about core values with our education team in a recent workshop we did. And do you happen to have that? Because in case people are like, "What the heck are they talking about?" Do you have a the list of core values or want to? Let's see. I can pull it up so quick. Oh, you can. Mm-hmm. Skedaddle, do. Or maybe I can't, but that's okay. That's okay. Moving on. Yeah. As they, well, core, core values, uh, they, I'm sorry, now I'm blanking. That's okay. Core values, for, can I, how about this? How about I tell you what I've learned about core values since you're the one who taught me about them. And then you correct me if I'm wrong. Amen. So brilliant 
beautiful hottie dork Lolo brought this topic to our MI team and essentially told us that everybody has five core values that they use to help navigate in their life. It's their personal compass. It helps them make decisions. It helps them identify when something is not serving them. Um, And it helps them also realize when they are not sticking to one of their values, um, which could, you know, add some drama to their life, uh, make things feel less than. So she gave us this giant list of core values. And it's interesting because there's, you know, the ones you would typically think of, like, um, let's, let's, creativity is one of mine, gratitude, um, uh, passion, peace. But then there are some really unique ones. Like I think Lolo yesterday, when we talked, you brought up how safety can be a core value. Yes. Uh, uh, wealth, reliability. And, you know, I think it it's kind of interesting to broaden how many things um, apply to you and then have to go to that narrow down process, which was really hard for me. Yeah. It Well, and sometimes I think when you see the list, depending on where you are in your life and what's going on, if there's, for instance, right now, a quarantine, you're, you might feel a little rattled because it's such a significant time or it's mm-hmm. affecting your life. You're trying to reassess what is, what is in fact important to you. So whereas at another time, if you felt on more stable ground, you might have had those core values r- real prevalent or they just jump out at you mm-hmm. because you weren't being tested by a quarantine. Right. So, yeah, uh, with with core values, how do you think your five relate to being a senior master instructor? Well, my five are connection, creativity, gratitude, love and service. So definitely what stands out to me um well, wait, that's, can I pa- pause you for yeah, a minute? Yeah, yeah. That's basically a cycle bar class. I know, right? I'm such a cheese ball, but it's so true. I like yeah. live and breathe for this stuff. So, but I guess the ones that relate most to being an MI, not just an instructor, would be connection, love, and service. Yes. And an MI for people, it's just a master instructor. It's a title we have within Cycle Bar. Uh, there's, I think, 12 of us on the team. And it's we're part of education. So we help train other instructors on how to be the best instructor. Um, thank you for explaining that because I just did what I always laugh at my husband for doing. He uses medical terms around me. He'll be like, yeah, we had a GSW at 0900, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? So thanks for that breakdown. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think that connection, because I have to connect to the people I'm training, right? Yeah. Um, and I have to be able to sell our brand to a whole new group of people who are not bought in yet. Uh, love, because that's how I lead all trainings is from the heart with the intention that everyone's going to leave feeling good. Yeah. Um, and service. I want to provide myself in every way possible for the short amount of time I'm with these people. Yeah. Um, what about yours? That's so good. Mine, my five in no particular order are attitude, gratitude, love, honesty, and family. Mm-hmm. So how do those relate to being a, an MI? 
Well, I love to look at uh, the team with always, I always come from a place of love, uh, honesty, and gratitude for them. I treat my teammates like family, or Mm -hmm. I I look at them like family. Uh, My attitude, I tend to, you know, the perpetual optimistic. I I try to see the good, but Mm -hmm. I come with, you know, I'm a believer in uh, it's all on how we we ouch I'm sorry I'm sitting I gotta be honest I was sitting cross-legged and my leg fell asleep and <laughs> I, I had to just oh my god my isn't leg. that the most stressful situation yes, I, feel I was like, trying I to move my leg ever... and and I couldn't move my leg anyhow no um, anytime a limb falls asleep I'm like sweating yeah so but with as far as being uh on the team with my attitude I just try to be positive because uh, it it leads to better opportunities. If I, you know, I don't like to be negative Nancy or uh, I I just try to try to look for the good. So I love it, that. And it helps, I feel, um, with our team. So. Right. But how about your core values in quarantine? Are they being tested or are they differing? Um, I, I think, you know, one that really has reawakened is my creativity core value because, um, I've always been a creative person. I love, you know, music, art, movement, um, writing, anything to express myself. And I love other people's creativity. Um, and so much of my creativity in recent years has gone into classes, right? uh, Constructing a creative class. And now I'm learning how to be creative outside of a class setting for the first time in a really long time. Doesn't that feel good? It does. But at first it was like, Ooh, I haven't used this muscle in a long time, you know? Yeah. Yes. I got one of those adult coloring books as like, this is what I do now. And I'm like, why am I doing this? This is not stimulating. That me. Over, those <laughs> like, overwhelm me. Those overwhelm me. It's I did like six of them and then I've never looked back. Yeah. I don't know why those overwhelm me and they don't make me feel good. No. It's, but I would love to see the finished product. Like I love the finished product of those. But It is satisfying, I'll admit, but it was doing nothing for me creatively. Yeah. So um, what about you? What's one of your core values that's kind of taken a new light in quarantine? Well, all of them have been playing a big role for me. Just mm. I, I'm just doing a lovely dance with them. But I love this time right now. I think a lot of people needed this. You know, I feel for those on the front line, like in particular, Chris, your husband. Thank, oh, thank you, you to Chris. And thank you to... Gosh, everyone out there um, who's helping, you know, make the the world go round still. Uh, But for me, it's been great to spend time with Jason and Dylan. You know, family is a priority to me. It's one of my core values. Mm -hmm. So I'm really proud of Jason and the way he's turned around his life in quarantine. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but, and then... I'm just trying to keep that the good attitude, not, but again, it's not as if only rainbows and butterflies exist. Not every day is the best, but there's trying to see the good and then trying to remain honest uh, with myself in what 
I want and what I'm going to invite back to the table when we come through on the other side. Yes. So, but it's been, it's been great. And I love getting to see my teammates in a different light during this quarantine. So uh, just getting to know them, you know, via phone or watching their rides. uh, Mm -hmm. That's been wonderful. I agree. Um, And just to kind of give our, our listeners, I just love that word. I'm going to say it all day. Our listeners, a little bit of continued um, work on core values. If maybe they missed the post um, that we, you know, put up earlier this week, you can Google core values and go to images. And there are hundreds of um, core value sheets that you can use to help narrow yours down. So if you missed it or you're interested in trying it, um, hop on Google. What else you got to do, right? Exactly. Or throw us, throw us an email, send us an email Mm -hmm. at throw.shine at gmail.com and we can send you one. However, let's move on, Jules. I want to know, how are you celebrating Mother's Day? Well, Mother's Day is important to me because I'm super, super close to my mom, Sandy Peckinpah. Um, Love Sandy. I love Sandy. I love you for loving Sandy, but I got, I got to say like, she truly people are obsessed with her. She's like a little bit of a mini Oprah to everyone who knows her in the best way. Yes. Um, but I think so much of that comes from the fact that of how resilient she is and everything she's been through. She has so much knowledge and, um, she's just one of the kindest, most understanding women and I'm so lucky to have her as my mom um I'm gonna try not to get choked up you know I'm Um, so emotional I know but you're when you're speaking of your mother I I see the image of her and I just I smile so brightly so she just radiates goodness in this world she really does and if I'm gonna throw shine on anyone this week it is my mom and she for those of you guys who don't know is a grief counselor and a writer she writes about all kinds of stuff but um one of the things she's really taken on in the last few years is grief counseling and and self-help in that area so if you know somebody who could use a little help in that area you can find her website online sandy peckinpah just type it into your search engine um it'll come up right away she's like the only one in the world um but how i'm celebrating mother's day i am going to drive down to uh, Marietta, which is actually south of LA, but I know I called it the Midwest. Um, but I <laughs> love gonna go, it. Uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to drop off a little Mother's Day gift for her and have a little six feet apart hello because, um, you know, I want to keep her safe. She would never yes. call herself a senior citizen, but she she kind of does, you know, fit into that category. Um, so I just want to keep my social distance and keep her safe, but also treat her. So I'm bringing her some presents. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And then I'm going to um, probably stop off and do the same at my amazing mother-in-law's house because they live in the same town, which is really nice. That um, is so nice. Yeah. Lolo, what about you? Because this is your first year as a mama. Oh, goodness gracious. You know, it's funny because I still forget that I'm a mom. I didn't. It's, I'm, (laughs) you're like, oh, there's a baby. uh, Mothers out there are like, okay, yeah, right. But I became a mom later in life. You know, I had Dylan at 39. I'm now 40 years old, but, or years young. It's Mm -hmm. just a number. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
I will say that I thought when when I had her, it was going to feel life was going to feel a lot different. And don't get me wrong. Life is different as far as I can't be as selfish as I was. Mm -hmm. But it's surprising because I do feel the same. You know, it's like, oh, I can still do some stuff that I want to do. Or when I go out for a run, I'm not sitting here going for a run saying, oh, my gosh, I'm a mom now. (laughs) I have to say, um, I feel like that's such a I'm just thinking right now in my own terms, like, you know, I think my whole life you become a mom, then you're instantly like a saint and you no longer go out and have too many margaritas or you don't curse anymore. And like, I just love that you're keeping it real and saying that's not the truth. Like, and I remember the first time I did the worm as a mom and I was still breastfeeding and I was like, oh, okay, we're not ready yet. Oh my God. Did you lactate? Please tell me. No, it just, I was... It was not a good time of day when I did the worm. I should have done it after feeding Dylan. Let's just say that. So, uh, but yeah, Amazing. I came down to my parents' house. I because we have been quarantined. We haven't gone anywhere, and we're doing the safe distancing within the house. You know, I haven't hugged my parents yet. I know mm-hmm. we're clearly in the same house, but yeah, I'm going to be celebrating. My first Mother's Day with my mother, Miss Maureen. Love Maureen. Yeah, I I just, uh, I love that we both love our moms so much. I think that's one way how we united, you know, yeah. that we have a good relationship with our mom. We've learned a lot from our mothers. And um, we also want to keep it real that, hey, if you don't have a good relationship with your mom, we are pretty certain that you're still pretty awesome and you probably learned a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, it helped you become the person you are. So, but just throwing that out. Family dynamics, tricky for everybody, right? Everyone's got a story, a situation. So yeah, maybe this mother's day or all mother's days aren't your fave. And you know, I feel the same about Father's Day is tough for me. So just special shine and acknowledgement to anybody who's lost their mom or misses their mom, is unable to be with them this weekend or um, doesn't have a great relationship with their mom. Yes. And because I, it's going to be a different type of Mother's Day in quarantine, you know, and I think, uh, so just giving some shine out there to the other mothers, if you're a mama to be, or maybe you're a mom in the making, you know, it's a great desire of yours to be a mom. We're sending you some love, some shine, some good vibes your way. Uh, If you're a stepmom or you're a surrogate mom, you know, you're a mom to someone who doesn't have that mom. We are sending you shine. And if you're a mom to a lot of kids, or maybe it's a fur baby, you know, dog mom, cat mom. Yep. We're thinking of you and um, Lolo, before I forget, yeah, like right before we hopped on to do this, you were snacking and I thought it was the most precious thing ever that Maureen <laughs> gave you a plate of afternoon snacks. Oh, yes. I had come back from my run. In fact, I need to tell, I said to my mom, mom, I'm, she asked me, what time would you like to have, what time Lauren would you like to have salmon? <laughs> Dad's going to cook salmon on the grill. Is is 4.45 okay? Uh, Mom, no. 
that is that's a little too early for dinner (laughs) so I told her six o'clock and I said mom I'm recording a podcast with my bestie Lauren what's a podcast oh my god I love her I love her so much because she's from Rhode Island so she's got that Rhode Island accent and I told her it's when you have a conversation with someone and you tape the conversation and then or you record it so that other people can listen oh my god it's kind of like how you when you have to explain that what indoor cycling is yes yeah and she looked at me and she's like oh okay and then here's a magic bar yeah then we started laughing and then she brought me a plate of sliced apples a little bit of sliced cheese and two small magic bars so you know I feel like a kid again and every I mean there's nothing like getting snacks from your mom it's true when I first moved out I would come home like every weekend and I quickly learned that that's not the route if you want to be treated like a back home baller you have to space out your visits and then the plates of food are delivered to you absolutely Mm absolutely and they're not asking you to empty the dishwasher no if I stay at my mom's house more than 48 hours I have a I have a chore list on day on day three. It's like, honey, would you mind um vacuuming oh. the stairs? And I'm like, whoa, I oh, gotta go. Right. Well, one <laughs> way one way how Miss Maureen throws shine. She throws shine in a lot of ways, but whenever I come here, the the minute I get here, oh Lorman, I was going through some stuff. Would you like this Cousinart? And I'm thinking, mom, I just got here. I don't need to get a kitchen appliance <laughs> from you. Oh, but so if, if I if I don't set it aside, I'm going to forget about it. Yep. So it, it, they, yeah, God bless our mothers. I God. do. I always come back from my mom's with some treasure. Like, yeah, like a, whether it's like a three pack of marinara sauce from Costco or it's Sandy like, and Maureen send you home with stuff. A, yes. Yeah. An old sewing machine. It's just always something. Always. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yeah, we're giving love out to the, to all moms, particularly our moms. I'm smiling right now. Just thinking about them. Lola, before we wrap up, I really, would you mind if I ask you a few questions about motherhood? Sure. Okay. Because I, you know, I'm going to be honest because I feel like this is what our podcast is all about. And I feel like I've said that 10 times already, but here's to 11. Um, I, <laughs> I'm, you know, on the route of trying to become a mom myself. And I've always been fascinated by pregnancy and motherhood. And it's just yeah. been such a pleasure to um, kind of have a bestie who's doing it for the first time. And I can ask you all the questions and, oh, um, you know, go through it with you. So um, first of all, happy Mother's Day. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Again, I still have to, I, it sounds like I'm lying, but I'm not. I don't feel different being a mom. <laughs> but I think that you, here's what I'll ask you. In yeah. what way do you think you've evolved in this year? Having Ooh, Dylan. That's a good one. Finally being able to, now that you're you're in it, you can make a true assessment of it. And then while being a mom, you're forever the student. The child teaches you. So while you might think that you've had things figured out, to mm-hmm. see them through the eyes of a child is like you're almost looking at yourself in a mirror or you're seeing yourself in a reflection. It's like you're relearning things. Mm-hmm. So 
as far as so wait what you asked me the question i just because i kind of went off in what way have you evolved in this last year yeah i to gosh i know it's on the spot but i feel like you have to have grown and changed or something clicked for you I just you know I think that having a child is so eye-opening too yeah do you know how it it evolved yeah okay now if I'm gonna be real honest then so before quarantine I knew life wasn't working for me the in the best of ways meaning I needed more help with Dylan. Mm-hmm. But I am sometimes a little stubborn because I'm very independent and mm-hmm. I want to I want to see if I can do something on my own before I ask for help. I've been that way my whole entire life. I'm the same way. Yeah, it's I so I do not like asking for help. Yeah, and it's it's um it's like no, no, I want to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't regret having done that for her first nine and a half, 10 months of life, but God bless it. My co-pilot's mother, uh, Miss Lori Piles, who I love and adore giving her a shout out. Mother's Happy Mother's Day. Day, Lori. Yes. She is moving to Charlotte. Uh, in fact, in a week, we're on a week countdown and yeah. God bless a little help. So how I have evolved is accepting help. And yes. other people have told me, you know, oh, get help or you're going to want to have help. But I needed to see it for myself and and have it be my choice. And I also needed to see I can do it on my own. But is it worth it to do on my own? No, Mm -hmm. I'm not getting the life that I want by. And don't get me wrong. Jason helps me a ton. And we do have a babysitter, but it's very limited. And but how nice will it be to to be able to have time with your partner now that's not divided? It's oh not one person's watching and one person's not or, you know. Yeah. Yes, it's like the the quality of time. And I'm I'm the one that always says work smarter not harder. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a go-to phrase of mine. And then I'm also quality over quantity. So, uh yeah, I'm going to take a little bit of my own advice and um oh gladly accept so that's how I've evolved accepting help I love that answer and I knew you had it in you I was God. like no nope, I'm gonna make her say it yeah no I just <laughs> had to think I had to think for a little bit my leg is finally not asleep oh good 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 <laughs> I know um I I didn't get a, a falling asleep foot this time but I'm gonna I do have to pee Oh, there we go. Yeah. So we're going to wrap. That's one of the things that we also share is a comment. And we always have to go to the bathroom. So <laughs> don't ever go on a road trip with us listeners. Yeah. We're, we're not shy in that regard. No, you no. Know? Oh my God. No. Everybody knows I have to pee all the time. It's yeah. kind of annoying, but yeah, totally. That's all good um, though. So on that note, because I do have to go take a body break, I guess we should wrap up, right? Yes. Our first throw and shine. Oh my gosh. Coming to an end. Always love talking to you, but on this platform, extra amazing. Yes. And thank you for bearing with us, listeners. Yes. All seven of you. All seven of you. (laughs) We love you. Um, 
we, we do love you. So keep working on those core values. If you didn't get a chance to this week. And like Lolo said, if you have any questions, you want to chat with us, email us at throw.shine at gmail.com. And we will get back to you. Love you, Miss Jules. Love you, Lolo. Signing off. Shine on. Shine.